Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It's October 3rd, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condent. Mark Joseph and Mr. Silva, <laughs> because uh, you can hear him. He's not muted. Hi, Walt. Hello. <laughs> want to say hi to the audience there? Hello, audience, and thank you for being here with us. Uh, I know it's a, a struggle being here so early, but it doesn't matter. You're here. That's what matters. <laughs> That's what matters. <laughs> and Derek. Yes, good morning, everyone. Happy to be here as always. And my friend Mark is back. He's been on, I guess, hiatus, so to speak, from us. He's been very busy, though. Hi, Mark. Hey, Nancy. Hey, Derek and, and Walt. Good to be back. I've um, been catching up on the shows, uh, all your shows. So, um, yeah, good. Uh, last last week's show was really good. And then wanted to bring up some questions on that later. But, um, yeah, good way to start October, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's October. You know, with it, in a very few moments, it'll be November. <laughs> it, we're just spinning through the universe here. Um, okay, so Derek, why don't you just give us an update on uh, where you are with uh, Bigfoot. And you also had a Bigfoot uh, fair this last weekend. And you'd been telling us about it for a while, and it finally went off. And you had that wonderful stage that you uh i guess well i don't know it was your stage it had you had your name up on it and was very impressive and there was you sent me a, a video of this band on this stage and there was a sasquatch dancing <laughs> in front of it i asked him if that was him in the costume but derek said no <laughs> it was too hot for him to be in a costume but go ahead derek Talk to us a little bit. Sure. And I'm actually trying to upload that video right now so I can get a link to it. But long story short, what she's talking about is we were one of the sponsors and we sponsored the Sasquatch stage, of course, um, at the Skagit County Bigfoot Festival that happened this last weekend. Now, we didn't put on the festival. We were just one of the sponsors. Um, and again, we sponsored that stage where I'm hoping to get this video here shortly and share the chatters a link where you can view it. But a, uh, a more of a Yeti, so a white one with I think it had dreadlocks or something. I'm trying to glance at the image right now. Um, went out there, started busting a move with the uh, band that was on stage at that time. Multiple bands cycled through on this stage and they were all really good. There's even a comedian that I saw on there um, and it cycled through over the two days. We also had a, a booth there as well where we were um, a sponsor is mystical wares and we set all this up nancy before 
Bigfoot's den was a thing because this was planned months out, and then all of a sudden, what a coincidence! We have Bigfoot's den being um, built right now, and, and I'll get into some of that in a moment. But yes, yeah, so we kind of I took in one of the cedar wood carved Sasquatches or Bigfoots um, that we have uh, into that. It's, I'm gonna say it too many times the the Bigfoot festival, um, so people could see that and take selfies. So he was a big hit, and we are. I don't have any pictures to share now because I'm. Literally after this podcast, going downstairs and joining uh, leg legs for the tables to the tabletops that we've ordered, and that's because you have to build these things. So long story short, still putting stuff together before I'm willing to share too many images. Um, you don't want to see a half done anyway. So that's happening. Um, I actually, it's tied in, I guess, to what we're talking about. Bigfoots. We're hoping to open again. I'm talking about Bigfoot's Den, Cedro Woolly, Washington. It's our new. Um, well, it's kind of a restaurant now, restaurant, bar, just beer bar, um, and a whole game floor, which is the exciting part. So it's a family-friendly place. Where I'm sitting now on the second floor is what I'll update you on, as you asked. Um, well, yesterday, we. what's cool, Nancy, I want to also mention is, and I'll, I'll come back around to everything, how awesome the community has been around here. Because I think I mentioned it to you yesterday, quickly on the phone when we were chatting, how the local bar, old-timers, Again, 30 feet, it's literally across the street from us. Um, the owner and one of his buddies came over along with another community member um, when we put the call out because I had two 800-pound pool tables. Um, I tried to levitate them. Didn't work too well, so I had to bring in some physical help. And that, and when we put that call out, these, everybody showed up. So that's what I'm getting at is that how cool that was, that that's how this place is around here. Um, so that was really appreciated by them. Um, so a little shout out to Luke there. Uh, yeah, so they did that. And, and anytime we need something, we're getting offers of whatever it is. You know, unfortunately, you know, a lot of it I have to do myself just because it's, like I said, things that need to be built or something. But again, they're stepping up. So we're hoping to open mid-October. I think I maybe, I don't know if I mentioned this on the air, but I think I just got my liquor license approved here recently. So that's done. Um, now we just got to get the like restaurant inspections happening, things like that from the health of department but a couple weeks two three weeks maybe i'll keep you updated when it happens and get some videos and different things out there but there is bigfoots so plural hyphen den.com is the website where i've been doing updates and there's some information up there even a new menu um i'm trying to get this link so i've got this now um if we can share this link in in chat nancy or yeah i'll send it to you um an email but so anyway, we'll get the link to that guy dancing. Uh, I don't know if I have any other real updates to give you right now on Bigfoot's Den. Do you have any questions or anything on it? It's, again, for those I think most people listening know what we're doing right now with it. The important thing is that if a, if a pool table falls on you, you got neighbors to rescue you. Yeah, we do. Exactly. Yeah, and they're, I'll say, strong neighbors because some of these guys <laughs> just literally pick up this pool table. Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. I just flip it. I'm like, oh my gosh. So here I've got a link now, and I'm just doing it myself, Nancy. So I'm going to send to you um, to that uh, video I put in um, that I was talking about. So this yeti yeah, or Bigfoot dancing in front of the stage, and I know it looked like our because we they let us hold hang a banner up. So there you go in chat. Um, hopefully that works. Let me know somebody, please. Um, anyway. That's what we've been up to. So just busy and then 
stuff up here, you know, still building arcade games, dartboards, ski ball tables, um, stuff like that for the for local. Well, did you advertise the den at the uh, fair? We had business cards. I didn't have any banners or anything because we were just too new. So I did get business cards made in time. So, but everybody, it's crazy how excited not just the city of Cedro Woolley, but the neighboring bordering cities. Um, everybody knows about it seems like that Bigfoot Stand is opening up. I'm getting, I don't know how many thousands of hits on the website I built for it. Um, Cause there's a lot of cheesy uh, Sasquatch images I put up there that we, I think we talked about. Um, so yeah, but no, everybody knows. So it's like, oh, we heard about that. We're gonna show up and we're so excited. Yeah, that's every day. Anytime we see anybody um, that knows who we are. Jeez, I hope you don't have a riot. <laughs> well, open. <laughs> I know. Well, the thing is, the fire chief was over here too recently because they're in the um, another person from the city or the town, the city. Um, as far as how many people we can fit, so we're measuring all those math, and they're doing it. The math problem has to be done. And okay, well, this square footage, and this is a kitchen that's allotted this many people. The stage can be allotted this many. I'll, I'll just stop boring everybody now, but that's the thing where you have to figure out your max capacity and every area has a different capacity has to be added up. And so we had to give them our plan. Um, so we're finding out those limits now is what I'm saying. So like, Nasty says that you're playing around with dimensions. So you're making things bigger or smaller as you need them. Uh, that's happening today because we're having, that is ringing my ear. We're having <laughs> to, because I, I'm gonna have to purchase a, a kid's pool table to, because I'm seeing that the kids already want to play pool. I'm like, oh, man, you know, that's easy for them to tear that felt, and that's a $400 fix. So I'm bringing one that's more durable, we'll say. Um, so I'm having to, yeah, squeeze the dimensions of the whole upstairs, and it's all working. So, again, I'll get those photos here shortly. We're still building tables. Um, yeah, so lots of moving parts. And it's a three-story building. I, have to, I mean, the bottom's a basement, but it's, I don't know, 10,000 square feet itself. I mean, it's massive. And that's where a lot of the walk-in fridges and freezers and storage. And so it's not like I'm leaving it alone and the break room. So all three floors, I'm having to touch every square inch, be it with paint, putty, or decor. Anyway, I'll quit boring people on that. Uh, do you have any questions, Nancy, Walter, or Mark, on anything I've been rambling about? Yeah, so um, I recommend people to check out uh, last week's um, uh, podcast. Uh, and, and this is good as far as like how people, cause you were almost like a multidimensional building biologist with going around the area, putting tons of, uh, shungite and other things. So if someone were to replicate, you know, people are moving and, and, uh, if they travel, go to a hotel, what are some, what's like a basic structure to where to place, um, rocks. And then like, I mean, like for me, uh the, the stuff in your store um i put the s4 magnet in in the faucet the shower head and then um the metal frame of the bed um as far as a few basics but uh what do you recommend um how people can replicate what you did there well anything i would say people should start with their own personal space first and that's anywhere you move so of course then i'm talking about a bracelet or a pendant or something shoved in your pocket and that's the cosmic stuff that works best with your biofield. So I would first do that because you're going to walk through a place and rather than, and you're not saying this, but, you know, rather than clearing the whole building, this, that, and the other, 
maintain your own space around you, your own biofield. And that's the most important thing. That's why I bring it up for people to remember. But then bringing it into if I'm entering a building or a hotel, and I did it here. Jalissa and I walked around the outside before we had the keys, and there's a, a large, like a five foot overhang awning over the whole outside of the building, um, probably 150 foot around on two sides of the building total. So I'm flinging Shungite nuggets up there just to start with. But if I was entering like a hotel room or something, I literally have some nuggets in my pocket. I'll drop them at the entrance because there's at the door where I'm coming or going, depending on how many entrances there are, um, would be what I do there. But always on my body first. And then when we got the keys here to Bigfoot's den, well, then I started going around. Like behind me here in the windowsill, there's a, I don't know, a two-pound chunk. So a big old, I don't know, eight inches across piece. And that's not that everybody has to do that. Um, but that's just how I have those. So then I stuck one in there, but what can, what's feasible for others is to get the, um, the, you know, the, I don't know what we call it now, but the mixed bag of Shungite nuggets on the website of really any size and just kind of do your Shungite gridding in a location, be it your new house. Cause, um, I relocate more often than, um, <laughs> than I want to. So for lots of reasons and not just Bigfoot stand, but if I was moved living situations too, take Shungite nuggets with you, put them in the yard, the entrances. Your energy alone, if you're wearing Shungite, will cleanse or smudge or clear the space inside a building. That's the thing. Because I walk through this building, and I just walk down there, and the rooms start to clear. It's not just a me thing either. Um, and I bought right now in my hand. I've got a cosmic uh, Shungite bracelet on, the Mukite one. Um, and then having that when I go down in the basement because people were hearing this, that, and the other down there. There's stuff everywhere as we got in, into another podcast. Um, entities and you know things like that. Energies. It'll all be cleared. So uh, the phantom Shungite effect not only happens with electrical motors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. That, and we'll, all oh, that's going to try, because we're going to go crazy in a good way. Shungite crazy and Bigfoot's den with Shungite magnets. Um, the wall developed, I don't know how many years ago now. Those are going to go on all of our, I have a 140-foot refrigerator I'm looking at, 40-foot walk-in fridge. Um, that's just one of them. I think we have four. So we're going to put the magnets on that. And I have found... I don't know how much is a tiny Nancy, but some of the older um, bills, so the utility bills, gas bills, this, that, and the other. Um, but you know, and do some comparisons there. But you know, I, so you did, you did. <coughs> yeah, we found some. Okay, great, great. The last guy bailed so quickly. I won't get into that story because it's not a good one. Everything, including computers and mail. A lot of them marked from the IRS. <laughs> and I'm not opening those. Everybody listening, they're going back. Um, but the open to bills that I found laying around in a filing cabinet that of dozens of filing cabinets. So, um, yeah, there's stuff on that. So I'll do whatever we can. I'll put it that way. But the end result is this new place, and everybody already feels it energetically, is just shunguided out. Already. In fact, I have a shungai spear right here behind me on a, I'll get a picture of this, though. I don't know, a hundred-year-old safe that I don't know what's in it, and I don't know, and it's it's over a thousand pounds. I can't, I need a crane to get it out of here. They literally had to have done that to get it in here. So think like Wild West days when it was, that's literally behind my desk, unopenable as far as I know, and there's a Shungai sphere on top of it. Um, again, I'll share a picture in chat here in just a second. Well, you <laughs> should open that thing for God's sake. I don't sake. know how to do it. <laughs> well, you know, they just put it and put it, put a little, uh, you know. What thing? Uh, what, what? I the safe. Talk. He's talking about a safe. You're going to see the chat in just a minute here, everybody listening, whoever, whoever cares to look. You, you could have some kind of thing in there that could be worth 
a lot of money, Derek, because it's old and it's no, you know, I mean, I watch American Pickers. I watch a a lock picker or a a safe cracker. And I'm sure I'm sure they can get into one that's that old. Here's your image. I'll show you. I think it's that old. I don't know. You guys tell me. I'll share it in the chat right now. Um, I I know it's really old because the hinges are on the outside. And there you go. It's uploading. It's a. (laughs) <laughs> keep it on high def so anyway it's a big picture so there you own those even a sasquatch um that's a piece of wood somebody painted a sasquatch on and gifted him so it looks like a christmas ornament probably is what it might have been or something who knows um i don't know if the image is there for everybody yet or not yeah one, yeah okay. one, of, the, one of the things that um we we had but we I, we never really got it going was the uh, uh we had uh, a Tibetan uh, monk in Th- uh, where is it Thailand? I think it was Thailand, and they the the their facility was right below a hill that had a Wi-Fi tower on it. So he he he'd stay up all night listening to us on on the internet. <laughs> it was a very funny story. But anyway, so he wanted uh, to be able to shungite that particular electronic antenna and that's when i said to walt i said well he's going to put it on the outside and so it's going to get a lot of weathering we got to put something that's going to last forever and that's when at the same time that i said that to him we had just he had just developed the shungite rubber so what he did was he put essentially the system is inside rubber Derek, and it, uh. so it's almost like an industrial application, so that you can put it in different places that might be like inside a refrigerator. I don't know how much rusting could happen to the magnet because you know a given magnet, all it needs is a little break in the in it in the uh, plastic, and then boom, you, you, your magnet's starting to deteriorate. We've seen some of them go, you know forever without any kind of a problem but at the same time it can be a problem but um <clears throat> that's something you might want to consider huh yeah that's interesting i'll have to think about that yeah um and of course you well <clears throat> we might as well did you want to say anything else there no 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 we might as well get into the uh concept of the savings with shanghai when I was, of course, watching the news. Well, remember and, the guy in, in Florida, uh, the guy in Florida that you told me about that that we sent them the large magnets on uh, on the fridges. I think it was a restaurant. Yeah, I'm going to get into it, Walt. Oh, sorry. I, no, no, it's fine. I've got all the data here. Um, I just want to set up, you know, what, what happened with uh, the, how we found out about this electric savings. Okay, the concept with the shungite is that it takes electromagnetic signals and reverses the, the spin on those signals. So they're no longer dangerous to human beings. They are, in fact, biocompatible. So when you have that kind of a concept, who's thinking in terms of, oh, yes, you made a change to the equipment itself. It is now sort of biocompatible with what's the real 
energy field of the earth is. And this all is set up. Not, I'm not going to have Walt get into it because he'd take us down the, the, the science woo-woo path. But it basically, the way that they put the equipment together, the electric equipment together, the spin on the signal coming out is counter to biological life. Okay, that's all you have to remember. It's it's negative. So what hits your cells, your cells are, are rotating one way, it's rotating the other way. All of a sudden you get, and you, we've got pictures of this, it, the, the shungite stickers should be, I don't know if you've discontinued it, but we, I had a picture of what the, the a thermography reading on a person with a cell phone. And with the cell phone, you can see this buildup of heat very, very rapidly. That's because there's friction. They're, they're, they're counteracting. The fields are counteracting, and there's a heat buildup within the cells because now the cells are like, ah, what the heck? And so th that was what we were focused on. But when you actually change the spin coming off of the equipment, it's... Who would have anticipated it, but the equipment begins to run more efficiently. Now, the reason that we stumbled into this was that I've told the story many times. My aunt was blind. I gave her a, a magnet, and it happened to be it happened to be uh, a dolphin that Walt had created that had the three magnets in it. Okay, and I had her put it on her refrigerator, and she said to me after about three or four months it was after i it was before the holidays i gave it to her and then after the holidays she said i gotta tell you ever since i put that magnet on the refrigerator i'm saving electric in my electric bills she said we even went through the holidays and there was no uptick and i normally have a very high because of the lights and everything else uh electric bill right after the holiday and, she, and I said to her, she's blind. So she remembers figures. She has to remember everything. We look at a paper and say, oh, yeah. But she has to remember it. So she's got it in her head. And I said, well, can you give me an estimate of how much the savings are? And so after a few minutes, she came back and she said, it's got to be about a third savings. Okay. So now it's like, oh, hell, this is interesting. So what came out of that? was a I don't remember I don't even remember because we had a few people but this was the this person put it together very effectively it might have been me I'm not sure because I don't know what the who who this was but it's the savings that and this was an s4 magnet on the refrigerator that's all it was on the refrigerator and so over okay let me let me just uh because remember we're talking about it being on the refrigerator. So it doesn't matter what's happening on the outside like heat. If you're doing something and got them on the air conditioning, your your air conditioner is going to give you a different recording every month. But when you're talking in terms of electric on a refrigerator, that's that's what you're focused on. Um, in the first, there's nothing that should be there except if you've got guests and you're opening the refrigerator more or whatever right that type of thing so this particular one starts out in august of 2016 and the year before in 15 when you compared it it was a savings of 46 dollars 
The next month, it was $36, and that was in September. Then it went to $52 in October. And then, and then in, uh, in uh, November, and I suspect maybe part of this is that you got the, you know, the Thanksgiving holiday, maybe. I wish we had been able to go further with this. But it was $91 in savings. All right, so that's just one magnet on the refrigerator in a residential area. Now, what Walt was alluding to was um, my accountant who got into the Shungite was the accountant for a restaurant. And this was a large restaurant. It had, um, I believe it was three walk-in refrigerators and then two air handlers, air conditioning systems for it. So, you know, you're talking like five different big time and electric users, electric, you know, equipment to use electricity. So we gave him enough for the S4 magnets to be put on the refrigerators and the air conditioners. OK, and this was uh, August of 2016. And in the first month. OK, now let me give you a feeling for what his bills were. The the last uh, the year before that in 2015 for the month of August the bill was four thousand one hundred and sixty one dollars in electricity. All right, <laughs> I mean that that's like stunning type of thing. Okay, well with the magnet on the first you know those those uh, five magnets. The savings that particular month was $406. Then the second month, which was September, the savings had gone up to $686. Now, remember, we're, you, we're on the uh, air conditioners too, so there's probably a, a fluctuation because of maybe the weather. As a matter of fact, when these figures came out and she, she showed the restaurant owner he he dismissed it he dismissed it he said it must have been hotter last year so i actually went and looked at that was it hotter no it was actually cooler the the summer before that that same time frame it was cooler not hotter so the bills should have essentially been you know, fixed because, of, I mean, it was just like, it was even more impressive, okay? So in the uh, October bill, it was a savings, did I tell you, $686.63 for September. October, it was $1,403. Then it went, it dropped down. It was November. Um, but again, that could be the air conditioning. And it was only $1,248 in savings. Then we're now the air conditioners are really kind of out the window because it's December. And it was $1,057. So over a five-month span with the S4 magnets on five pieces of equipment, 
they saved four thousand eight hundred dollars. Did it give you back the magnets? Since he re refused no. to it, <laughs> he kept them. He but kept they don't do anything. They didn't. They didn't do anything. Why did? Why did he keep them? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's the hardest thing to because. And people just, you know, there's, they, they don't, I don't, I, they don't understand it. And so instead of trying to understand, I mean, it's money for God's sakes. You saved almost $5,000 in five months. And and that wasn't everything we could have done is his, his, uh, uh, the, the stoves. All the click, everything that was, you know, the other smaller refrigerators. How much could we have actually brought it down? But no, blah, 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 blah. he just let the accountant do what she was asking to do. And, you know, he wasn't really into it. Um, okay, so what I'm sa saying to you guys is that right now there's a tremendous... The, 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 it, it, there's a tremendous amount of savings that you can, you can get by using Shungite. Um, one of the things that we realized fairly rapidly was that when you put a shungite magnet on a refrigerator, you have to be careful because the refrigerator starts working so efficiently that it'll actually, it's up too high and it'll freeze your vegetables. So if you put it on there, you have to make sure that you're not having it too high. You can lower it. And I mean... I know, especially, say, I've got one uh, refrigerator that's over 20 years old. And when I first put the thing on it, <laughs> the magnet on it, it was making a popping sound. And I'm talking like a half a dozen times a day, and you get this big pop out of the, out of the uh, refrigerator. And after I put the magnet on that, it got less, 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 less. And now I haven't heard it in years. Okay, and it's been probably, well, it's been since 2014, 2015 that uh, I've had it on there. Uh, it was built in 99. <laughs> so, you know, and you have to be careful. I mean, I've got it way, way down. But I know that with this, these new, now the newer refrigerators are more efficient, and you might not get such an impressive savings to begin with. But you'll get a savings. But more importantly, when you've got, the refrigerator now, it's like a, a, a Shungite refrigerator. What's happening, and, and you guys can contradict me or say I'm crazy about this. I'm talking about my host here. Um, but to me, when, when you've got that Shungite refrigerator working, anything that you put in that refrigerator now becomes affected by the field that is inside that refrigerator. So if every time every time I'm uh, got to feed the the kids my my pets, the can that I use has been in the refrigerator. I take the stack of cans, I put them in the refrigerator refrigerator overnight, and I know that anything that's toxic in that can is going to be neutralized, and then I just put it on the shelf. And so every time I reach for one of those things. I know, in my everything I know tells me that that is the purest food I can give my animals. There's no toxicity in it. 
and um, there's other ways of doing it, but let's just st stick with the electric stuff here. Um, that's just an aside there. But what, what, well, this this one was, and I have the video. Mark, you might know where the video is. I couldn't find it today to put it up to give the link. But Walt, did, at the time that we started messing with the refrigerator magnets and stuff, he and I, it was the magnet, wasn't it? The magnet that you put on the the refrigerator when we were testing the uh, meter. Walt? It was. Uh, there, there were two. Uh, there were several videos because some of the videos I did were the only thing put on their fridge. Well, well, first off, we had to photograph the movement of the of the meter without anything on the fridge. Okay, Zero. let me let me just talk about the meter. The meter is one of the old meters that had like this, like a, almost a record player looking thing that would go around. It was this little wheel gizmo thing. And when it was using electricity and it was using a lot of it, it spin real fast and then it would go slow. And this was a not the electronic meters and Walt still had one on his house so we could actually videotape the changes in the meter itself, what the meter was reading. Mm -hmm. um, and so, anyway, go ahead. Explain what. what we so did. first, we, I, uh, I did a video of the meter, uh, making sure nothing was in the house, nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, it was daytime, so there were no no inter interior interior lights on. So it was just a matter of looking at the meter and just keeping an eye, well, make sure that the uh, refrigerator was running mode. It was running, so I, I filmed how however many minutes that took. So once it was filmed in its normal way, then uh, I the first test that I did was with a uh, with a Shanghai uh, sticker, and then you record the meter as it's running with a Shanghai sticker and keep an, see the difference in speed from the uh, the fridge with no sticker and the fridge with sticker, and then the uh, the the other test was get the sticker out. Also, uh, have to wait an hour. Yes, because when when Shanghai affects an electronic device, even though you remove the Shanghai, if the device is running, if there's electricity running in the system, well, guess what? The uh, the Shanghai effect remains. We labeled it the phantom Shanghai effect. Because, because that's the way it behaves. You actually, if you're dealing with an electronic or electrical device, you have to leave it unpowered for a whole hour so that that effect will go away and then the device will go back to counterclockwise way of uh, of spinning in the, electri the electricity. So once that effect dissipates, we went ahead and did a, I did it with a, with a Shanghai magnet. And again, turn let you know the let the fridge run and take, uh, film the uh, the meter dials to see how quickly it would spin, and that's how we compared the uh, the two devices, the the Shanghai sticker and the um, fridge magnet, and and we were able no. to see the, the the difference in speed. Uh, but 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 but. When you did it with just this one sticker, yeah, and then you did it with the uh, S4 magnet, correct. 
And did you see any change in the speed between those two? It was more, it was, there was more saving with the magnet. With the magnet. Okay. But I, again, again, I have to remind you of what thing. We did a usual, what we did, because remember you, you, over time you came up with different kinds of stickers. So at the time it was done with a standard sticker, meaning that it was, it was meant primarily for EMF 60 Hertz uh, frequency, but the magnet has S4, which is, is even more work than regular shungite because the S4, as based on your explanation, keeps the opening to the shungite to the uh, quantum field on. It doesn't it doesn't go on and off like usual. It just stays on. So the the S4 uh, magnet is even more economic when it comes to the savings because it it doesn't shut down on it on the quantum field it just stays on okay but um but you only used one because exactly. then you, because then you did another uh experiment with the grinder you like uh, yeah. explain that because my point being that if you had put three of the stickers on the refrigerator i wonder if it would have made a similar change as the S4 stick. True, true, because I was just evaluating this on a on a running motor and how the the motor how the Shanghai was in, impacting the energy expenditure of the motor. Because I put two devices on on the circuit. One was a voltmeter and the other one was an ohmmeter. So one was measuring current and the other one was measuring voltage. So what I was doing is a I was I would power on this the this motor and I would apply a load a regulated load so that I, I could decide okay how much how much are we um, how much of a load am I putting on this motor so I would I would uh, run the ten percent fifty percent or an eighty percent load so that I could see the difference okay the meters what are what are they measuring on in terms of current and voltage and by having current and voltage you know what the wattage is so the uh con consistently the difference that i see is that that i encountered was when i applied one shungite sticker to the motor and run it uh, and i if i applied two stickers and run it and then applied three stickers and run it i would get more the the more stickers i would apply the more savings you would see meaning that you um it was funny because the voltage <laughs> the voltage would go down but the, but the current would remain it, it, it was it was it was an interesting uh, thing is like there was less resistance in the system so that means the voltage would kind of kind of like it would go down so i found doing the test three different times i found that with the with the three stickers i would get uh the, the maximum savings i applied four stickers i applied five stickers no change at all and, and the change was like your your uh, aunt had it was like a 30 percent savings and again all these tests were done with regular shungite, not silver shungite. So I bet you that if, if I were to repeat those tests again, 
uh, it would, and I used silver shungite, it would be even higher save savings because that uh, we know based on your analysis, the the shungite, um, the silver science shungite stays open to the quantum. So therefore, the the savings is continuum. Not it's not like a pulsing situation. Well, that's what that's what I think happens when you use the three. I think when you've got the three and you and okay, so we, we, the, the three started out because of Tesla. Tesla and his concept of three nine is three six nine, and so that's where the three started. You know, kind of getting in our heads, and. When you put the the three together, they make a secondary, more cohesive connection. A field that's, uh, if I look at it, it's 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 bigger. It's kind of thicker, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and so what I think happens is that because you've got still the independent, each one of them only being the raw shungite or regular shungite, as you guys call it. Um, when you have that situation happening and you've got uh, the door opening and closing, what if when you put the three together, it's opening and closing, not staying open, but opening and closing much faster? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because you've got mm -hmm. three, three different energy fields that are affecting that quantum connection. But that's just the way I, I kind of think it might be. That's why the three is so important. Mm -hmm. And, wh well, and why putting anything else on isn't going to do anything. And the thing is that we we uh, used the regular Shungite on the testing because it was it was a simple electrical motor running at 60 hertz. So it, did, it didn't need anything fancier. But we, we know for a fact that when you tried using regular Shungite, on electronic devices, there's very little. It doesn't help at all. It 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 does need the silver for it to work on electronic devices. Whenever there's an issue of high frequency, uh, regular Shanghai does just doesn't cut it. Well, it's not so much the you know frequency itself. It's the structure of the signal, mm -hmm. because when you use an electricity, it's a sine wave up and down, up and down, up and down. If you got a, a Wi-Fi signal, you've got a square s system in there. It's 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 called a square wave. Okay, so that square wave is more complicated. And if you've got just the door opening and shutting, what happens is that it starts to want to ro rotate, but then it drops off and it bounces back. So you have to have the door open and just you know overpower it until it flips. Mm. That, that's that's the reason I think that that it works that way. Um, okay, there was something that came into my mind while you were talking. What was it? I'm trying to think. Well, we've had the same kind of uh, phantom thing happen in a lot of different ways, including going through uh, detectors at the airport at one time. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I, I'm going through the uh, detector and I've got shungite on. I, I I never go through those things. I got I get tricked into going through them. So anyway, I'm in this damn thing, and I come out and all of a sudden they run over to me and they've got some wand that they're wanding me down on and I'm going like, uh, what's the problem? And uh, it was like, 
uh, well, I, I said, they said, we detected you had been uh, working, or the, we detected explosives, that was it. We detected explosives. And I said, oh, that's interesting. And I looked at my, my bracelet and I said, could it be this? And she laughed at me, <laughs> you know. So then uh, Lee Brown, I told her about this. I said, you know, you might want to take because Somebody else had had it happen to them. Um, and I said, just take off the bracelets, you know, whatever you got on and, and put it, let it go through the, you know, let it be detected. It be detected with some kind of a explosive. But, you know, don't go through these because otherwise they're going to take you off out of the thing and wand you down and stuff. So she did. And when she got out of there, they all ran over to her and had the wand and were wanding her. And, um, you know, but this time she could see the the screen that they had seen. And there's her figure. And exactly in the places that the Shungite had been was this red mark. So that's when we knew that the we knew we had a, a residual uh, Shungite field, but it also it apparently attaches to people. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, so it, it it shows uh, where the field gets corrected because it's it's correcting the field. And almost like the the thing where you had with the with the with the cell phone and when the person's putting it up to their face, how the field is being impacted. Yeah. I, I yes. It yes. What I think he's trying to say here, if I've got it right, is that. This residual markings on the people are th that was the, what was interfering with the equipment itself. You know, the field itself was still there, even though the bracelet wasn't. So the equipment signal comes into the device, scans them, and it sees something wrong. It gives off a weird reply. It's like radar, okay? It bounces back. And the re weird reply by the equipment didn't wasn't wasn't programmed to see shungite it was programmed to see probably anything that wasn't you know this that or the other thing and so that's what came back so yes where the shungite was was absolutely affecting the field of that equipment and um, yeah i mean there's so many let's say quote scientific ways that we've we've uh, proven you know shungite to be very very valuable and as long as i'm oh i guess i'm at the end of that so um was there anything else you wanted to or maybe derek derek you probably had some kind of experience with this um yeah i have and i've been unfortunately halfway distracted in the background here because i had a delivery so was, i was actually happy you guys were still talking <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Just for full disclosure, yeah, because that stuff's showing up that wasn't quite supposed to be here for a couple of days, but that's how it's all been going. Um, I don't want to distract too much from the conversation. Um, but yeah, and the parts and pieces I've heard that as I've been coming to going from here. Um, oh yeah, no, I've had the similar results if we're talking about um, using, and again, what was talking about using the regular Shungite, where I think it'd benefit now, again, once we do more tests with the, the silver Shungite. So the saturated shungite as well, um, if we're talking about electronics and or wherever, but definitely has a big boost in in its effect on the the energies to build up around P 
people and electronics. Um, so all those frequencies and some of them cross over, meaning our physical bodies or biofields respond to those same frequencies that have an effect on electronic or mechanical devices. Um, so, and you're never going to know any of us, you know, exactly which one, this one, how much, where, and, you know, so the default answer is to use the silver shungite combo in whatever form you can. Um, shungite rubber, jewelry, um, the magnets. We go, oh, and then Nancy, you did mention about this, all stickers available, even the Bucky Band-Aids, everything. We haven't stopped anything. We just kind of made, you know, condensed them so you have the one option if you want, but no, because we get orders all the time for the smart stickers, for S4, or Bucky, whatever. So whichever type of Band-Aid, or Band-Aid, sticker um, somebody likes. So they are still available because I think I heard that comment. Yeah, let me just run down the stickers. The Bucky Band-Aid was the first one that we put together, and that was because of Buckminster Fuller. <laughs> That's where we got the Bucky Band-Aid because the fullerene, which is so critical to Shungite, is, you know, called a buckyball. Um, that is just the raw, regular Shungite. And I don't even know what your pricing is, but those were much less expensive than the S4s when I had the pricing. They still are. Everything's been lowered. All of all the <clears throat> prices. Okay. Those are perfectly all right to put on electric equipment, like uh, a, a hand dryer, a hair dryer. You know, you put one of the everything, your power tools, because it's just that simple sine wave. It's that simple electric wave. So it's not expensive. And if you've got a power tool and you want to keep that sticker on there, you know, get some packing tape or even duct tape and just, you know, wrap it around there so you never have to worry about it coming off. Um, your your electric, uh, I mean, your uh, lawn, lawnmowers are very, very bad. They put off a tremendous amount of negative EMF from that electric motor. Um, in that case, I recommend using a... Uh, uh, a, a, a magnet. Uh, the reason being is that it not if you've got the magnet on there, you you you're purifying the oil, you're purifying the gas, and you've you, you, everything about the engine is going to work better. And it also seems to be a more permanent, easy fix. Um, when you're putting a magnet like out, like on, a, on an air conditioner outside, you really want to put that in plastic because, like I say, <clears throat> we're, we're dealing with, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe the, the newer versions you've got are more durable, but you do have a resin that over time can uh, get little cracks in it and the cracks get water in it and then the magnet begins to, so there is a deterioration. Uh, to prevent that, in my own experience, what I do is I take a, uh, just a lot of those sandwich bags, a plastic sandwich bag, and I put the magnet inside that, and then I put that on whatever I've got it on so that it's being protected by the, the sandwich bag. Uh, so you can do things like that to keep the longevity because if you can just, you know, keep these pretty together, they'll last forever. You don't have to recharge Shanghai. It's not like any kind of, re you know, replace. you don't have to do any of that. Um, which is one of the problems of dealing Shungite because all your customers got everything they need, you know, but anyway. Um, okay, so so where, where did I start out that I thought about that? 
Oh, and yeah, the cars. Uh, Mark, you've had a lot of experience with the cars. Haven't you? I mean, I have a bunch of the ma magnets in, um, in the vehicle I use. And do you find that your gas is, say, you get a better gas mileage than other people, or you don't know? <laughs> you know what? I, it's really hard to say because I drive so much, and I don't really have a way to compare. Plus, I mean, I, I mean I'm always hunting uh, cheaper gas here, so right now it's like $5.09, the cheapest I've found. Oh, my God. Out in the uh, Central Valley. I mean, Whoa, if you go into the $5. city, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's almost $6 if you go into the bigger cities. So, um, yeah, I, I really can't say, but I mean, I have it on for all the things you're saying. Um, Where am I living if I'm paying $3? <laughs> what is this place? You're not in California. I'm not. I guess that's it. I'm not in California. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a topic we'll get into tomorrow. We're going live on Radio 5G is um, uh, concurrent with New York City. San Francisco is about 25% into being a smart city. So... That's the reason for it, the continual deterioration. Uh, and then, you know, it, it's the slow, uh, what do you call it, uh, transition. So, um, yeah, this is, and this is like, because um, the county I live in is like half um, blue and half red. You know, you have um, Oakland and Berkeley, and then you cross the, the mountains into more into the Central Valley area where they grow all of the crops. And then you have the, that, that area. So it's an interesting um balance but no i mean i have like two or three of the magnets and so one concern is that uh oh i, I should get like the more expensive gas like chevron or um you know the bigger brand names because the, the quality of the gas is better and uh, i know people have said there's a noticeable uh, um savings in in in, in but you should also also sorry to interrupt yeah, yeah. but uh, a good recipe i mean i've used it for years and years that when i uh, first got my my um, uh, four taurus i i always disliked how the exhaust smelled it was terrible it had terrible smell and i remember somebody sent me a video of the gentleman who worked on a on a, on a new way of uh, uh, it wasn't how can I say this? It was like um, it it was a way of uh, it was a it was a way to make the engine burn anything anything but gas. You you didn't need to burn gas. It it actually allowed you to do all these. Uh, it was like it had like a a, a kind of catalyst converter that it would actually burn anything you put in it except water but uh and it made it the thing very economic and i always i, I never bought the device i couldn't afford it because it, it the, if you bought the device you actually had to take the car into a certified mechanic to do the you can't do it yourself it's too elaborate but i i stayed after what the uh, what the gentleman said in his presentation is that for every tank of gas, every time you're going to fill the tank to put in 20 milliliters of saline and 20 milliliters of acetone. And what it does, it actually atomizes the fuel. So instead of the fuel becoming like, like a very fine spray, it actually turns the fuel into actual gas, more of, of a gas than a spray. 
and uh, it, it so it the not only that it over time not only does it cleanse the engine gets rid of all the crap inside the uh, the system but it also made it more economic and i and i started getting into the habit of doing that every time i filled in the, the car i made sure I, I carried with me from i before leaving the the garage i would have the uh the the, the little glass bottle and I had 20 milliliters of acetone and 20 milliliters of saline, and would put that into the into the car before I filled it up. Uh, and I've been doing that for years. And it, interesting that the uh, bad smell from the the ex engine exhaust disappeared to the point that there was no smell whatsoever, and the the the, the car became so economic. To give you an idea, at the time I was driving the the trip to my job was nine and a half miles one way so it was 18 miles and change two ways and i was filling the engine every single week once a week i would have to fill the tank but after i got into the habit of using the silene and the acetone i only had to fill the engine once uh once every other week okay so, but this has nothing to do with shungite and um, from my own experience, I just get a really good uh, gas uh, additive. You put it in the gas, and it does the same thing. <laughs> sure, whatever works for you. I'm just, yep. I'm just giving him an idea, something, something else that can uh, assist the engine. Exactly. You know, clean gas. And it does clean out the system. Anyway, yeah. but if you put the Shungite magnet on the car, Okay, you got the same effect of a lesser smell from the exhaust when you first did it. Do you remember that when you did it, the original, you put the magnet on the car? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, and in fact, thank you, thank you for reminding me. Um, that's why I stopped using, eventually I stopped using the acetone and the siling because uh, with the Shanghai magnet, there was, I had, didn't need to put those additives. Okay, now it makes sense to me. Yeah, we just had a brain fart. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. It's been so long since I did that. I totally, <laughs> totally spaced out on it. I love you, Walt. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so glad we've done thousands. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, everybody, I, I had, I had to laugh when I looked at this thing. Last week, we, we well, right now we've got one thousand two podcasts up on the every podcast station out there. Well, I guess I don't know if all of them hold all that, but, you know, uh, and that's only been since, uh, well, I think about the spring of 2020, I think is when they, YouTube threw me off their <laughs> station and everybody else. Um, so, yeah, and multiply that times two. We've done a lot of work in the last few years. Uh, yeah, Shungite on your automobile. It will in effect. It will affect your gas uh, usage. Uh, w when we started talking about this, people, we had a lot of people come back and say, "Yes, absolutely, I've, I'm saving on the mileage." But it's also the heating oil, and all you need on the heating oil is uh, a big magnet or a big magnet, an S4 magnet, and you can put it right on the oil tank. Okay. I also recommend that you take uh, at least a Shungite uh, Bucky Band-Aid 
and put it on the actual there's like a the motor it's not a motor but the firing system whatever that other thing that's attached to the tank and this is one of those situations where i live in florida nobody uses heating oil down here and the only person who i actually got to do this was my brother he had bought this new house built and and i I just sent him everything he needed to shungite it including this concept to put it on your oil tank and yet he it was brand new so he didn't know what the consumption was prior to that but he did tell me that he was using much less heating oil than other people that he knew, his friends and family. Uh, his bills were much lower, so that's all he could say about that. But if anybody's out there and you're, I mean, we're coming up on this winter thing, and they're saying the price of oil, or propane, you can do the same thing for propane. Jan Shaw uh, had a propane uh, system for her RV, and she put it on the tank. And she did see a difference. Um, it wasn't much because she wasn't using much, but it was definitely a difference. So we just wanted to make you guys aware of the fact that, you know, if you want to think in terms of savings, really, not just pre- yeah. so it's got so many things to it. You're saving money and you're making your environment healthier. <laughs> like- I got natural house and I and I have a, a shungite resonator on the on the meter, so. I only I only use half the gas that other people use. Ever ever since I I, I done the test, I was astounded how it was actually using half the amount of gas. So, yeah, because <laughs> well, I think what happens is that you you the 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 gas is coming through, but it's coming through the Shanghai field, and in the same way that the water goes up the pipe, you know, any any molecule that's next to the to the next water one will cause the resonant effect of they start to spin in, in the correct way and turn alive. The same thing happens with the gas. And so when you put it anywhere on the system, it actually charges the whole gas and changes it. And how does it change it? I think it gets the toxins out of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's running pure. But listen, we're at the end of the hour. Or yeah, we are. And um, so where is uh, what happened to that? Oh, this is strange. I guess I closed it up. We're going to take a break here. We'll be right back.
judgment of the people is coming. It's never gonna go away. Welcome back to Shanghai Reality. It's October 3rd, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit, Mark Joseph, Walt Silva. Is that right? That's all we got. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think that's everybody. <laughs> yeah, Mark's here. Hopefully. Mark, you there? Yeah, yeah. Presence. Okay. Yes. Any, anybody got any more they wanted to add on the... Uh, Money savings that you can manage with Shanghai. Yeah, so I mean, uh, <clears throat> I, I'm uh, kind of read too much headlines here and there, but so you have this thing of electric vehicles, right? And hopefully, um, we get Walt and Derek to go off on that. Um, you know, because as far as the S4 applications are endless, right? So I was just writing some jotting some stuff down, like uh, on one stove, microwave. Um, and also the thing of um, wanting to uh, wake up more people, or let alone like help, helping them mature and grow up, also is uh, putting the S4 magnet on their favorite chair, wherever office chair, like when they're watching TV, the the place they're always sitting down on. <clears throat> um, so it's it's really easy to help raise people's frequencies and energy in that sense. So like S4 powder, you know, or even the stickers in people's shoes, right? So, um, but see, what else was I writing down? Yeah, so I guess with the electric vehicles, it, it's different than with a regular car. Um, I, I know you guys had uh, Janice Churchill um, some years ago, uh, who, who's also a building biologist, um, and she was saying that there, there were studies that were um, hidden. Um, where children who ride in, I don't know for how long, in an electric vehicle, they, they get sterilized. And obviously, you have the cancer thing. Um, so then if somebody were to put an S4 magnet 
like and then also with the lithium batteries like is there any kind of fumes that get into the car so what what would an s4 magnet do for people who are you know stuck with the with the hybrid or, or electric vehicle so that's a pretty wide topic i mean aside from the fact that you know these batteries are manufactured by child slaves in in africa right let alone like apple products so um and then it's also known that power companies can remotely shut off your electric vehicle if they wanted to so then you get into this whole um control grid of the uh, 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 uh social credit score but keeping it on track with um the s4 magnet uh so what what kind of benefits other than what we just talked about would help in the electric vehicle I'm just going to chime in here, and I think that anybody that buys an electric vehicle is a lost soul. Good luck. <laughs> they are so friggin' dangerous that it's unbelievable. You know? The explosion and, factor, too. Anything with lithium batteries. Well, there, if, if you've got a, a car that's on fire, one of these electric cars, that's a hazmat situation. That's hazmat. And I mean, it's just, it's ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous. You're, I don't think that people understand, oh, I got this beautiful electric car. Do you know where the batteries are? They're right under the passenger compartment. Do you know how many of them are? It's as big as the passenger compartment. And then, and then on top of that, do you know how fast batteries go bad? When you have to replace the batteries, it's going to cost you thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. This is yeah. a standard gasoline car is supposed to be good for five years. Standard, just plain old standard. You know, these electric vehicles, uh, I've seen so many cases now where one or two years of use and already the battery has to be replaced. And the battery is the value of the car. Did you see that guy that put fire to the car? He he wouldn't stand for it. He wouldn't. He he actually burned the car. I I saw him. I forget where he was. I saw the article come up. Well, I mean, it's it's just absolutely ludicrous. And I could go off on what, how it's destroying the economy of the United States, but people, this is nuts. This is absolutely nuts that anybody would get in one of those death traps. Sorry, Derek. And nobody has sat down to do the math. <laughs> you know, if you start doing the math, okay, let's say you have an average of uh, one car per household and you have X number of, uh, what do you call it, X number of houses in any given community. And these cars have to be charged every day. You can't go, with, you can't go a day without charging the car. So you start doing the math, the amount of energy, your the expenditure that you're running, I mean, it's it's a it's a fortune to own one of these well, vehicles. The, the whole thing is ludicrous, absolutely mm -hmm. ludicrous. So Shungite's not going to help people that are that crazy. Sorry, <laughs> Shungite is not. You know, it, it it could possibly do things, but in in the long run, you know. You're not gonna. It's just, it's just so awful. <laughs> it's just so awful. Work of the devil. Sorry about that, Mark. 
And did you know, the net, do you know that the batteries are only you're only use twenty percent of the of the of the battery charge in the battery? Did you, did you know that's the effective use that you get out of these batteries? Twenty percent. Do you do you think that makes any sense at all? None of it makes any sense. <laughs> the only thing that the only thing I can conclude is they want to kill us all. You know, because one of the, you know, I mean, you get into the real conspiracies, it's like these are walking bombs. Mm. Uh, I shouldn't say walking, rolling bombs. So, you know, somebody, all they need to do is to put a glitch in the electric system and blow the lithium batteries in every car in a city. That's what I look at. Remember, I'm military. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of these cars, I don't own any electric cars. Um, I owned one way back when, I mean, but that was pre-Shungai days, um, like 2016 maybe. But the, a lot of these cars now, like I found out about the Jeeps, um, are only, in, at least in Washington State, no more gas Jeeps only. They have to be a hybrid, half electric, half, um, and the other vehicles are doing that as well, makes and models. But they'd mentioned the Jeep to me. Um, the, that's the thing. So, meaning there are no more Jeeps coming into Washington State after this year that aren't half electric. And I don't know what other states are doing that, so or how that's being mandated. It was news to me. Well, the UAW is on strike, and Donald Trump got up in front of him and said, you keep doing these electric car things, they're going to destroy you. Told the <clears throat> told the people that work in the in the auto industry, he says, you know, wake up. Your 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 jobs are gone anyway. He's so brutally honest. I love it. <laughs> so, please vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> He'll stop this madness. This is all federally mandated. You know, and then the Democratic areas are going that way. Uh. But, you know, it's got to stop. It's too insane, too insane. The electric grid will crash. So all these communities will have to put off all this money. Your taxes will go up. you got to build, rebuild everything. Oh, yeah, have fun. <laughs> Get rid of the cars. Um, okay, so is there something else that we wanted to talk about, Mark? <laughs> yeah, so um, I was catching up on on your other shows and uh it might have been the say what show from uh two saturdays ago where um Walt was talking to mona and then she kind of stopped speaking for a while in terms of um it, it the whole thing was about i think focusing on the reality you want like sort of um getting away from the fear porn and then it's like the buckminster fuller quote of uh rather than fighting the old build the new and uh where one's focus should be and where and, and where attention was it where, where energy goes att where attention goes energy flows right and um i thought that was an interesting part of the show where she kind of just stopped speaking but so so what it is is, is like um and and i want to be careful with that too we're kind of keeping up with the 3d world yet bridging, uh, going into new earth. And so, um, I, I forget what I wanted to ask Walt, but maybe you can expand on that as far as um, why we were all chosen to be here and 
going into uh, New Earth. And so we shouldn't get caught up, obviously, in, in the theater and circus, although it's fun to be an observer of it. And Shanghai does help us to ground and align and expand our, our uh, biofield. But I thought that was an important um, um, commentary. Okay, I, I, as long as you brought it up. Yeah, yeah. What happened was that Mona made a statement to the effect of uh, these people are so dumb they're not waking up and, and you know, and so Walt immediately jumped on her and said to her, you know, you're putting out uh, basically a contract that nobody wakes up, okay? And that's not what was happening, okay? Because she wasn't, because I went back, I listened to it, I said, no, my interpretation at the time was right because yes absolutely walt was was stating and, and the way he stated it he came off a little bit harsh let's put it that way when i looked at it what was really occurring mark and i'm glad you brought it up because this is something that is happening is that the words that mona used were not imbued with anger or the desire to off with their heads, like I so often will say, off with their heads. And it wasn't any of that. It was a deep-seated frustration. And then Walt's reaction was also based on frustration. It's like, good Lord, Mona, we talk about this all the time. What is the matter with you? I mean, it's frustration. So it was... A misinterpretation of the energies that were really at play there and when I realized that I realized that we have to talk to people about this the concept of frustration it, all of us were sent here with a purpose some of us know what the purpose is now some of us don't but we feel this intense purpose and we feel like maybe we're in quicksand or something and we're trying to get through this but we we just the, we're not getting there we're not getting there well that's the thing is we are getting there it's just that it's in a slower process than many of us thought we would be seeing and what we wanted to see so this concept of both both not understanding the energy that was there they thought it was anger. It's not anger, it's frustration. So, yeah, now, Walt, explain or answer what Mark was, was, you know, asking you. If you remember the question, Mark, you maybe want to reiterate it. I think he's got it. Just, just, um, how, how to... No, my, uh, the, the point I was trying to make uh, was that, okay, I, I get it that because she made the point that you you have to be aware of all these negative things and i said and, and my point was yes you can be aware but not be affected that is the big difference i mean you can be aware that about something some some something really bad something really negative like for example the, the fact that so many children had to be rescued from underground bunkers and horrible things like that yes you can be aware of it, it by all means but don't let it affect you. Don't don't make a contract where this rules rules the day. 
that every everything you do every day is like you feel the this this horrible weight on you oh my god all these children are being killed no you don't have to do that because you do not not benefiting if you pose are possessed by the energy of this horrible thing that's happening to all these children okay you're contributing to the problem you're not self solving the problem you're telling the cabal oh you ruled me you guys control me because you're doing this and it's totally bring me no that don't let it bring you down be aware of it yet but don't let it affect you it's like what the and i use that comparison the eft the emotional freedom technique and when you use it to neutralize these negative energies yes you can still remember you can have the intellectual memory of a really bad event but it doesn't affect you it doesn't cost any emotion on you because you've neutralized it that's the point the difference between just being aware of it or being controlled by it you know there's a very a very big difference and, and whichever one you choose that's going to be the color of your reality that's going to be the taste of the reality you live every day because every day you keep replaying the same tape over and oh they this is horrible and that's horrible and that other thing is horrible no i i get it it's it's horrible but is it ruling your re reality or is it just informing your reality which one is it but i'm 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 not a i'm not well known for making lots of friends so i don't put it past me that i totally pissed her off so i apologize yeah. for that <laughs> i no. can't be something and, I'm not. <laughs> well, and it was funny because a couple of listeners, you know, they 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 were a little upset about it because you know Mona just stopped talking, and um, but by then I had already talked to Mona, and uh, you know, but both of them said it was just Walt being Walt. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's he's he does what he, he I to, I totally honor it, and I honored what you were saying. But um, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, what you just said about how did you say it? Is it informing your reality or controlling your ruling your reality? Yeah, that's that's a very powerful concept. Yeah, I'm I'm going to write that down for heaven's sakes. Where's my little book here? Oh God, the book is moved. Yeah, and, and, and for a very long time, a lot of people thought that the only way to avoid negative stuff is by not in, indulging in it at all. Putting your like putting your head in a in a hole in the ground and not being aware of any negative stuff it doesn't liberate you <laughs> it keeps you trapped you right. you can inform yourself that just don't let it control you right. don't let it own you you own it you're 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 becoming aware of it okay I'm I'm going to own it yep so Mark did that answer your question. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was on the same page, but it, it's cool to hear the uh, layout of, um, you know, how we can keep grounded and, and still look up at the sky at the same time. And the, and the thing is, here, here's here's another point, and I, and I I I hope that she didn't and misunderstand me. Is that I I never attacked her. I never called her names. Nothing like that. It's just I'm I'm ho hoping to reach that uh, a level of understanding in her because we're 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 supposed to help each other we're none of us are alone in any of this 
So if, if I mean, if, if people are sad or angry or, or uh, down or whatever it is, and there's somebody to give you a, a word of advice or something to support you, that's that's great. That's why we're here for everyone. Sometimes I feel I have a great day and some days I just want to put a bullet in my head. But, but you get a chance to uh, share a few words with somebody who's giving you a different outlook at something or a different interpretation on something. It, it gets you out of that funk. So we're actually supporting each other. I hope I didn't come across to like I'm attacking her or, or anything because it was never my intention. And she knows that. You know, she went back and listened to it again, too. You know, by the time I talked to her, she was like, no, no, I understand it. She wasn't upset at all. So no problem. <laughs> Our listeners were a little upset, but she wasn't. She's cool. She's really cool. Uh, in, anyway. in, a, in a way, I, I kind of feel bad for her because I, I, I feel so, so sorry because you think, you know, I hope that this person doesn't have to deal with this every single day because what a terrible time if this is what you you're spending the time but like again we are i think we're it's our it's our job to help each other and that's why <laughs> none of us are perfect I, well except you boss you're you're the one that that's yeah. okay <laughs> I was just going to say that's why i correct you all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> not not Oh, anyway, um, Mark, what else you got? Yeah, there's a bunch of questions in the chat room. Um, okay, cool. It relates to what we're talking about. So can Shungite aid in the gas off inside of vehicle interiors? From Justin. Yes. Oh, that's good to know, because you, you have that new car smell, but then when you use the fan or maybe even air condition, you get like what other um, chemicals okay. and fumes that come in, right? Okay, let me put it to you this way. It will, the, the toxic aspect of the fumes, in other words, what's toxic in it will be taken out, but you still might smell it. I know that probably doesn't make sense. But remember, if it's just a smell, I don't detect in a smell that it's, running contrary it's always seems to be okay so even if you clear something up um you, you st still might smell it it's just a, got, not carrying the toxins w would you agree Walt, derek uh if you well depending on what you're dealing with for example if you smell uh, acetone or silene or any other kind of solvent it's not the smell that is the actual sol solvent itself, because the, the solvents uh, evaporate so quickly. What you're actually smelling is the solvent itself. That's why, like for example, there used to in the 70s. I remember there used to be a, a, a drug addiction um, by the young kids called, called sniffing glue. They would enjoy the the, ha the this high that they would get kind of drunk because they're sniffing glue. And blue and then uh, glue and the thing is that it attacks their kidneys you get kidney malfunctions and kidney hemorrhage because the uh, the solvent you're actually you're not smelling smell of solvent you're you're actually breathing the solvent itself 
and it attacks your uh, your uh, what do you call it your blood vessels. That's why sniffing glue is so bad. I don't know if this if it's still running around now with the new new generation of drugs. Sniffing glue is old fashioned, but that was a thing back in the seventies. So depending on what you're smelling, it depends on what it is that you're smelling. Yeah, you're actually breathing in, like he's saying, small pieces of that thing. So it's not, mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's straight up getting in there. Um, and that new car smell, they've got everybody convinced it's a good thing, um, <laughs> is far from it. Yeah, if you get a new car, open up your window, let well, it out. You, you guys know the story better than me. There was a, not so many years ago, there was this thing where FEMA was supposed to be putting out all these pe people that were impacted by a by a hurricane. Not in Florida. It was one of the states north of Florida uh, was impacted by a hurricane, and FEMA had deployed all of these. Uh, uh, I don't know how, what do you call them. They're not. They're 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 like um, mobile homes like a miniature mobile homes to give these people a place to uh, stay and the problem was that there were there were brand new units that just came from the factory and they were all saturated by this solvent smell and it was uh, making everybody sick you remember that and that's just too typical <laughs> yeah so nobody all the people that had tried to sleep in these they had to leave so they were sleeping in cars, or they are, or they were looking for tents somewhere. But they could, but FEMA couldn't deploy these things in any, no matter what they tried. So I don't know how that was resolved, if if it was resolved, result at all, at all. That's nuts. Oh well. So, uh, well, but the question is, do you guys think that the shungite magnets in a car is going to get rid of the smell? I don't think it's going to get rid of the smell. I think it's going to have an effect on, like you were saying too, as far as toxicity. But regardless, no matter what, do your three D due diligence and again air the thing out. <laughs> keep your keep your windows down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Other question? Mark? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um. If one. If one wears a shungite silver bracelet and carries nuggets on their person, does each piece increase their armor? I don't know if I'd word it like that. So it's not a, a layering effect. So if all of a sudden, so I'll put it this way. Like right now I have one cosmic shungite bracelet on. I take typically about three just because that's what I'm comfortable with the, the, the you know, look and feel, but one is enough. So it's not like I'm, three times protected with three. So as long as you have cosmic silver shungite or again, shungite and silver and some blend on you, I think you're good. Um, but I don't know of a layering effect. Okay. Yeah, that, that was from Justin. So I was going back and forth with a, a, a chatter here where, um, you know, putting S4 magnets on so many things. So for, for people who ride their bike or cyclists, if they have the S4 magnet on their bike versus um, on their person, you know, in their pocket, or both, what, would it really make a difference? 
I'm going to say yes. Because as you laid that out, I sort of like envisioned a bicycle moving. That's energy. It movement energy, it's all happening. And let's just jump back to the electric for a second because what we missed, now I remember it, is that one of the reasons we think there's so much more efficiency with the shungite on the system is that shungite tends to, let's say, excite organ so that it moves faster. And the resistance in electric wires is the electricity moving, wanting to move faster than the organ that is in the wire in front of it. That's where you get the resistance. If you add the shungite, the organ's moving faster, therefore the electricity is moving faster. Well, the same kind of concept could be involved in the concept of a moving vehicle, like a bike. Um, I would say to anybody that goes out and does this thing, give it a test. Give it a test. Anybody things to say? Like, I mean, I'm just telling you what I'm seeing when I look at it. But when you say give it a test, you're specifically pointing to what? So, uh, well, I apologize. Do, do a time trial. Oh. Now, what's your normal time for a mile? Then put a magnet on the bike and do the same thing. Mm. Are you beating your own, you know, your own mark? <laughs> I could just see Shanghai magnets being banned from cyclists. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, actually, it's a very good idea because if you're depending on how you lay them out, obviously, but if you put them. Um, in, in such a way that you could have six or three magnets all around the perimeter of the wheel. And depending how you arrange the, uh, the polarity, you're, you're, actually, you're actually either putting resistance to your traveling th as you travel through spice, or you're actually making it easier to travel. Depending on, again, <laughs> depending on how you arrange the, the magnets. Yeah, my brother did something like that um, and ended up producing a uh, perpetual motion machine mm. because the, the magnet would come around and it would grab the, you know, and pull it. It's, it wasn't just the, the thing going around, now it becomes a pull. He didn't that, go to jail because of it, right? No, but he's, oh. you know, he's just, he's, just, he's just like this, you know, crazy person like you are, Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he makes these things up, and I'm sure that it's out there. I think maybe I've heard about this this system being duplicated. Because again, once somebody thinks about it, it's in the subconscious of humanity, and somebody else might just trip over it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's what happened with the radio. A lot of people claim Marconi, 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 and at the same time that Marconi was putting up his radio. Jagadish Chandra Bose was doing it in in, in, uh, in India. <laughs> and Tesla was doing it in the States. Tesla, yeah. Tesla was finally granted the patents that McConey had. I don't know if you knew that it happened recently no. in the last five years, maybe. Oh, 
That recent? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I'm making it up, but I don't think so. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's made up. Uh, anyway. Um, and Edison it, ended up in a museum. That's about it. Yeah. Um, Mark, anything else in chat? Yeah. Uh, if we add S4 powder to paint or nail polish, then add a thin layer on the tabs of your shoes, clothing tags, or whatever. This should increase the armoring process, correct? Someone seems focused on armoring. I think we were uh, going off in the chat room about the whole uh, FEMA thing, um, which we can talk about in a bit, but just wanted to address this question here. Well, again, when I started out, I was trying to figure out what was the least amount of shungite that we needed to be able to make changes. And the reality is, is that, that there's never enough shungite because, yes, we have the me mechanical enterology concept of the reversal of the fields, but you still got a signal there that's abnormal to the human bio-original species. So what you want to do is you want to be able to shungite everything so that the signal itself, even though it's, 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 a, it's, it's not normal, that you charge that not normal signal with shungite. And therefore, you know, at least you're, it, it's, it's probably a more powerful way of getting shungite into your whole system. So the more shungite you have around you, the more times this is going to happen. And um, so anybody that's got an idea, uh, you said what they wanted to put it into paint because uh, uh, Derek, you've got the shungite uh, rubber and you also have shungite ink, don't you? And that's silver cosmic, isn't it? I, I like his uh, shungite, uh, shungite rubber, liquid rubber. Because you can use it in so many different things. I, I used it for a, a, a special resonator that has three legs. So I, on each of the legs, I have a dab of that, and it uh, it it hardens so well. It it's, it'll makes you it allows you to make all these uh, shungite rubber pieces, but they actually start out as, as a liquid, and then you end up as a as a hard, you know, hard rubber. Really very good. Uh, good. I hope you're still selling it. That's really a good uh, thing. But w w would it, would it, I mean, the th problem with putting anything on clothing is that you put it in the washing machine. Right? Yeah, so, I, I wouldn't put things on the washing machine. Yeah, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know that, that that's the best way of doing it. But if you've got all these little things that you have around you, you know, like put some rubber on if you're wearing a a hat that doesn't get washed all the time or you know well there's another way of going around it but uh, i can't recommend it on air because it's it, it's a personal choice uh shanghai shanghai tattoos they do oh. work but you know you can't tell people that everybody not everybody is agreeable to that but it does work i wouldn't do it <laughs> I'm not into needles. 
Okay. Anything else in chat? Um, I guess as I mean, you guys are going to talk about this in, in the other shows in, in in Radio 5G tomorrow. But what's the uh, um, you guys' um take on the the October 4, October 11 thing? I mean, we're all going to have Shanghai done, obviously. And I mean, for me, what, uh, what are you referencing? So some kind of um emergency alert system or or exercise or practice that's going to happen in a certain small time frame um like emergency broadcast or something uh and people are afraid that there's going to be frequencies blasted <clears throat> or something from people who got the injections but to me it's like cell phones are military weapons they can do this whenever they want um and then from satellites too uh cell towers or whatever so it's not like it can't happen in any any other day um so i'm i'm not really concerned about it what about you guys well, I'm not concerned about it at all. <laughs> the cabal is not very good at uh, pre-warning people. They just do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so the fact that there's this warning out and everybody's talking about it, I mean, there's different versions of what's supposed to happen. Um, it seems like when they do that, the, they're engaging the higher, let's say, conscious field of humanity. And the vast majority of people, yeah, some people are going to panic and they're getting all excited. Oh, it's going to happen. And I don't, you know, running around with a chicken like a head, head, headless chicken. But in reality, if most people, if they hear something like this, they're going to say, no, what are you talking about? We're not going to do that. You know, and so and, and plus you've got your higher selves that you, your 3D system may not even know it, but the higher self's going, no. No, we're not going to do that because it just seems to happen that every time they tell us about this thing, these things, it doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, so be prepared every day to die, you know, and then you'll be fine. <laughs> That's basically the bottom line. Or every day be afraid not to, to die, but be into being alive. And feeling joy and happiness, you know. You can, you can have that clicking on battle cry. Today is a good day today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, you know, you don't just live your life as if you're going to have a tomorrow and a tomorrow and a tomorrow. Build on the future. Get away from this death thing, you know, and this hurt and this all this. Just get your minds into a positive, build the new reality. The other reality is self-destructing. You know, I mean, it's like, it's self-destructing. So, we'll talk about more on, on cosmic reality about that. And tomorrow on 5G, that's going to be a good show. Because we're doing a live show, Mike, Mark and I. And the first hour is really all about the the connection between the 5G and the vaccinations and mind control. And once you listen to that, you're probably going to, well, I'd listen to it. It's important. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. We haven't really done the show. We, I'm just talking about the one-hour first part of it. Um, 
Okay, anybody else out there in chat? Thank you for being there. Uh, no questions yet. I wanted to get into something else. If um, I don't know if anybody else wants to, wanted to do a change of topic. Go. Uh, I lost the page. Hold on. Don't lose it. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if anybody's heard of. Uh, so I was in the the Facebook group um, balancing by numbers, and it, it was talking about this lady with consciousness and water. So okay, something pulled me to to take a look at it. So this person's name, uh, Beta Austin. Um, I was going to read her bio here, but let's see. Things keep coming up. Um, Beta is a water researcher, public speaker, mother artist, and author. She has dedicated the last 10 years observing and photographing the life of water. She believes that water is a fluid intelligence. I got to keep as a fluid intelligence observing itself through every living organism on the planet and the universe. Her primary area of focus is photographing water in its state of creation, the space between liquid and ice. It's through her remarkable crystal crystallographic photos that water reveals its awareness of not only creation, but thought and intention through an imagery. Uh, Beta brings a message of hope and joy from the very source of life itself. She says water is transparent. It's it knows no color, creed, or religion. Water doesn't judge, doesn't label. It will enter the body of an ant as easily as it will enter the body of a king, a homeless person, a tree, or a dragonfly. Water is our constant companion. From the moment we're conceived, it's always with us, even upon death. It's water that evaporates from the physical, rising upwards into the heavens. Uh, Beta sees water as, as source rather than a resource and considers all bodies of water to be sacred. Her passion for water extends out of the freezer and into primary schools where she donates time teaching water science and uh, cleverly intertwines it with art projects. She loves to reconnect with children to the living water systems inside and outside of their bodies, believing that the uh, tamariki or children are the water bearers of the future. She also spends a lot of time doing interviews and podcasts where she shares her findings and inspiring perspectives. So she's from New Zealand and I think her uh, her dad is, is uh, Maori. So that's why she has this balance of balance between two worlds. I wanted to play. I've been listening to a bunch of her interviews because Shungite is so um, parallel with water. And of course, we're mostly water. I wanted to play like five, six minutes of, of uh, one of her latest interviews as far as, I mean, intention setting the consciousness behind you know what she's talking about. So uh, let me uh, just play this from my phone here. I've done a study um, using various different fluids, one of them is saliva. So when you speak, water, the, the saliva holds the last word or sentence you spoke as a resonance. So when you we look at saliva, frozen saliva, um, what I see is an image relative to the last word you spoke. For example, I was talking about the number eight. I literally spat into a dish. The bubbles will form, these silvery bubbles, and there was this eight just stamped in there. And that- Everybody try this at home. <laughs> exactly. But what that means is that- Say, say my name and then spit. <laughs> would be interesting to because obviously the power of words and names would yeah. be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, but that brings into this idea of being grateful before you eat or drink, saying a prayer, mm -hmm. saying a blessing. And it, it's it's incredibly real. Absolutely. So when you're kind of looking at 
all of these things and you kind of put it all together, then what we're really seeing is something far greater than we've ever imagined. You know, um, it's simple. It's so simple. Yeah, that's the key here. It's not some convoluted long division. Yeah. It's actually very simple when you down to the roots of it. It all starts to make sense. It all leads you back to the, to the root of this inner knowing yeah. that everything is just connected. Right? Well, someone once said, what if water is sharing its consciousness through us and every living thing to observe itself from every perspective? And whether water is conscious, I don't know. But I know that water and consciousness are so intimately intertwined that they almost behave as one. My friend Moses Hackman, um, he said that water is the glove on the hand of consciousness. And I think that that's really interesting. And I think that water can be the connected to all realms and one of the reasons i say that is that um my mum passed away in 1999 and i she was a walking angel and i miss her a lot and so i simply asked the water because i'm not paid to do any of this i can play in whatever field i want so i i said can you connect to my mum and so when um and then i froze the water and i had no idea what would be revealed but to put some context into this before i share what i saw i used to live in japan and mum and I would write letters to each other because this was before cell phones and, and computers and stuff. I sound like ancient, but um, we would actually write letters to each other. And at the end of every letter, my mum would make some attempt at drawing a circle and put a little heart in the middle. Mum's circles were always really bad. And in the ice was a misshapen circle with a heart in the middle. And before my mum died, she said, you know, I'm always going to be with you, always, even when I'm not in this physical body anymore. And so for me to see that, it was so powerful. And then... You know, and then a, a lovely part to the story about the car accident was that I was sharing that story um, with a friend when I lived in Christchurch. It was the day before the second big Christchurch earthquake. And my son Rama was nearly three and he was, as little children do, spying on me and like listing in. And I'd never told him the story about my accident before. And so he heard it all. And when I finished and Rama, he jumped up onto my lap, put his arms around me and he said, I remember that mummy. I remember the window wipers and the tires. And he said, I came down out of the clouds and I went like this and I saved you. And when I knew you were okay, I climbed back up the ladder into the clouds. And I'm like, oh, my baby. Well, no, it's like there's so much we don't know. And at the same time, there's so much we do know if we just look within ourselves. And I think what my work has shown me is that, that water really is the life force energy of life. We talk about, you know, there's water is life, but we never talk about it. Maybe it's a life force. Maybe it's alive. And because we have this perception that things that are alive at the very least have to be within a body. Right. But this idea of spirit and the observer, what I think about water is that I think that because you talked about electrical charge and it's very interesting to me because I talk about the water in the air being attracted to electrical charge. But how can we observe ourselves? That's an interesting idea because I've interviewed a number of people that have had near-death experiences. They have this sense of rising, which is what a gas does, another aspect of water. And then they immediately looked upon their bodies being resuscitated. And one, one man said to me, he said, oh, you know, I, he said, I thought, I hope that person's going to be okay. There was like absolutely no attachment whatsoever to the physical body anymore. He had become the observer. And the other three people that I can think of right now, they observed themselves. So this idea of being the observer immediately on the release of the, of the physical. And so how did they come back? How can they go away, have an experience, and then come back into the body? What is the tether, the silver thread? And I think that is electrical charge. And it's, it's interesting because Jerry Pollock was on one of my masterclasses, and he shared something I hadn't heard about. 
um, his, one of his students did um, a study on eggs, on, on the development of, of chickens, and they were able to, so this was in the development state, it hadn't, doesn't even look like a chicken at this stage, it's still in an egg, yeah. and so you can crack it without the shell and observe what's going on and see it grow. At four days they stopped the heartbeat, they wanted to know whether the exclusion zone or fourth phase water would drop upon death and with all the other vital signs. So there was a drop, but it didn't drop all the way to the bottom. And then he said when they put infrared light near it, that water that within the blood went all the way back up and took an hour to go back down. And he actually said we may need to rethink when someone is actually dead because where there's any movement, there is some form of, because I'm going to say this, because we are a salt water, there is some form of piezoelectricity. And so any charge is going to enable, charge yeah, is still present. Yeah. yeah, will enable what we might term as spirit to come back through into the body. Mm. So that's kind of an interesting one because we observe ourselves when we dream, and we also observe ourselves when people, some people, have psychedelic experiences, or and they can see themselves. My son broke his arm not long ago, um, and they gave him ketamine in the hospital, and the doctor said he's going to be here, but he's not going to be here. Yeah. And I watched him and. It was quite remarkable, really. Within four seconds, he said, what the f... And he stopped and his was just, like looking everywhere whilst they were readjusting his arm. And I asked him afterwards and he said that he watched himself being, um, you know, while the nurses were working on him. Yep. So this idea we can observe ourselves while still being alive. So how is that working? How is the idea of the conscious observer, this separate. idea is separate? Yep. So there's this connection, though. And so the areas where there's some explanation of that come into the realms of water, so the different stages of water. And again, given how much water we are, and then if we boil it down, we're water, salt, minerals, and consciousness. Salts are really interesting. They're a type of crystal. We have crystals in all our technology. They store vast amounts of information. So we have cellular memory based on our the, the, the salt and minerals within us. Even when someone is cremated, the ashes are salts. Yeah. So we are made of all these immortal things, even... You know, it's like water doesn't die. People love to label things and they label that's dead water because it's not structured or that's dead water because it's polluted. But it's not a truth. In fact, water will evaporate yeah. and it will keep reincarnating. You can always reincarnate. Yeah, that's what I always say. Yeah. You can always reincarnate. It's interesting you said that. Well, yeah. it's, it's the truth. And there's a hydroglyph for living, for the word living. But interestingly, once I'd identified that, a man reached out and he said he'd only been given three months to live. And could I please ask water what death looked like? So I wrote the word death, but I kept seeing the living glyph again and again and again and again i did it 64 times and then i realized of course water doesn't die to the word living to water and that's an interesting thing imagine if water has its own perspective yeah. a different more spiritual perspective than one we know and it, it understood that of course death is another word for life right. it's a transition, transition. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah so that interview is pretty pretty much like that so what do you guys think very very nice powerful um let me uh reference the exact thing it's the uh wake the fake up uh podcast september 19th 2023 so it's just through even intention and water as kind of uh in between even someone who was uh, injured by the injection they were able to reverse themselves through through this process of, of uh intention setting so people check out the podcast it's really cool i just found this like a day or two ago so yeah, there's a lot there. Do you, do you have the link you can put in chat? Yeah, I'll do that here in a little bit. Yeah, please. That was very very powerful. That, well, that explains why uh, Shanghai filters never pick up any crap. 
they're actually transmuting the water. So they don't they don't need to filter stuff. I mean, uh, a Shanghai filter is years old, yet it's ne- it never smells. Yep. Did Derek? Yes, Sorry, go ahead. I'm just wondering, did Derek leave? Uh, earlier, he said he he stepped away from the computer, but I don't know if he came back. <laughs> Maybe not. Oh, oh, that's his life, you know. It's it's uh, good. Okay, so anything, buddy, commenting in the uh, chat about what we just heard? Thank you for sharing that. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, we're all water, and then even the air <clears throat> itself is. She's talking about that that connection we make with it, and then also the biofield. It's it's endless. It's it's uh, yeah. Powerful. And and she gives you uh, something you can do to prove it. You know what did she say? Eight, and spit into something, and it turned into the eight. I was like. What? Yeah, she has a process of um, like the fourth phase of water is in between liquid and the gas, right? There's a way to in the petri dish, dish partially partially freezing it, but sending an intention, and then whatever you think is kind of showing up in that. So she has an Instagram page. Um, I think her methodology is called hydroglyphics and crystallography. Wow. Um, yeah, amazing stuff. Okay, then we're at the. Uh last minute here you guys uh well walt we're going to be on tonight at cosmic reality at six to eight eastern did you want to say adios to everybody uh adios to everybody have a super day today like every day and we'll see you when we see you take care and mark yeah Yeah, see you guys tomorrow and then uh i'll be listening in tonight to you guys so um or the replay yeah thanks everybody and Derek is not here, I guess. Well, Derek, he came back at twelve thirty-two. Uh, and we'll just say, have a great day, Derek. And for all you guys out there, thank you for being here. We definitely appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you. Well, hopefully tonight with the Cosmic Reality Show. And if not, Radio Five G is going to be a live show. Me and Mark. It's going to be. Uh, well, it'll be darn informative. I'll tell you that much. Thank you for being here. Be safe. Be blessed. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.